Christmas trees are lining the store aisles and rotting pumpkins are at our front door. You know what that means? It's November! When November rolls around, our hearts are more in tune to giving thanks. The days grow shorter and the nights get cooler. Something about the year winding down brings me to a place of contemplative thought and reflection of the goodness of God all over my life. Scripture calls us over and over to give thanks. A simple exercise for anyone suffering from anxiety or depression is to keep a daily grateful journal. Recognizing the blessings around us and being grateful leads to overall joy, contentment, peace, and well-being. The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.16 to rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. This is great for those of you who like to make lists and check things off. The action points are very specific and the why is crystal clear. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. Why? This is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. A grateful heart is one that sees beyond the waves to the hope on the horizon. But do we ever give thanks as the waves are knocking us down or pushing us under the water? It's easier to give thanks when things are going our way. But what about when they're not? It's a bit more of a struggle. That's where we're going to focus this month, the struggles. Can we really get to a heart place where we rejoice even in the midst of our pain and give thanks in all circumstances? Not on our own, we can't. But with the spirit of the living God in us, we can. All this month, I'm sharing truth that moves us to give thanks, not only for the blessings, but for all things. One of those struggles for me has been endings. We always want and hope for things to end well. Whether it's a book, movie, relationship, or season, we want it to all be wrapped up in a nice shiny bow. But that's not how it turns out sometimes, is it? You lose a job, a relationship is lost, an opportunity slips through your fingers, a season ends, someone walks away. I don't feel like I need to go into a lot of examples here because we've all been there. Something happens and we look back thinking, man, that did not end well. Where does that leave our heart? In the midst of broken promises, being unfriended, unexpectedly being kicked to the curb, is gratefulness our immediate response? My flesh can be oh so weak at times. We mourn the loss. We get angry. We feel misrepresented or misunderstood. We want justice. And if we're honest, we may even want revenge. These are moments where the rubber meets the road when it comes to our faith and how we respond to the waves of life. We must look to Jesus, his way above our own. His truth, not ours, must guide our thoughts and actions when things don't end well. Isaiah 43, 18. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. 
God had rescued his people over and over, making a way and holding true to his promises through the beginning and ending of every season. Still, through the prophet Isaiah, he's graciously reminding them he will continue to make a way. He will carry them through the wilderness. He will provide streams in the desert. Here's what I want you to see today. We can't truly appreciate a stream until we've walked through a desert. When something doesn't end well, we can run to Jesus like a child runs to a pool on a hot summer day. We can be refreshed, held, renewed, and trust He knows where we're headed. Don't dwell on what was. It takes an ending for something new to begin. God is so good at making things new. That's the truth. Because that is true, we can give thanks for endings, even the not-so-great ones. I'm Lori Klein.